0: Hi everyone, Sahila here, your wellness expert. I'm one of the first internal medicine doctor to have started medical influencing online that is completely free of cost for everyone around the globe to benefit. I talk about yoga, spirituality, health and wellness, fitness and relationships, your complete step-by-step guide to a better and a healthy future. No gimmicks, just facts. So get ready folks for today's topic. Welcome back folks, today's topic is how to say a prayer. Now prayer is a common belief in all the religions. But how many of us really know how to pray or what are the best methods to pray? Now around the world there exist different kinds of healers and prayer has been one of the oldest method of healing and still being silently practiced by millions of people even today. And here are four best time-tested methods of praying. Number 1. Don't pray only when you need something. Now, prayer is a connection one builds with our subconscious minds. When we pray, what we really are doing is thanking God by reflecting on our day-to-day thoughts. So, prayer must be our daily ritual rather than, when I ask, you must give kind of practice. So when people get into this mentality of when I ask you give, then that's when they lose the effect of prayer. Because not just God, even people related to you cannot function that way for a very long time. So the best practice parents can do for the spiritual growth of their kids is to get them into the habit of saying a prayer every day, once either when they wake up in the morning or before going to bed at night. Now, This practice ensures that kids are grounded spiritually and they will continue to carry on this ritual even as adults. So prayer becomes an integral part of connecting with their subconscious minds and it can only become stronger as we practice this method on a daily basis. Step number two, write your prayer in a book or journal it. Now this method is so powerful in healing oneself. For example, when I look into my journal eight years or 10 years ago, where I wrote crying or expressing my heart with pain and suffering during my worst times of depression and when I compare that to my prayer today, I am filled with gratitude and joy. It really reflects on the amount of growth I have had. Of course, when I wrote that prayer 10 years ago, I didn't know how or where my life was taking me because I sounded terrible back then. But today when I read them, I can truly appreciate the poor state of mind I was in then and the amount of healing I have undergone today. And immediately it produces a gush of happy hormones inside my system. Now when I see, when I read this prayer that I have written today, eight years later, that is going to produce an immense amount of contentment and joy. Now if I had not journaled my thoughts, whether happy or sad, how would I know if I am making any progress or not? And besides, it helps consolidate all my emotions in one place and helps me build along as I grow. So journaling your thoughts can be a form of prayer or just venting out your raw emotions. Step number three, don't complain about your life to neighbors or friends or family members and don't trust their advice blindly. Many times such people, whether it's your well-wisher, unless they are a professional psychologist or doctor or therapist, they often lack the maturity to guide you in the right direction. I know a patient of mine who was depressed with her marriage, and whenever she had a fight, she often called her best friend to get her marital advice because she always felt that her best friend's marriage was solid. She didn't realize that her friend somehow persuaded her to divorce even without seeking marital counseling or considering psychotherapy. A few months later, when she met the same friend she came to know that her best friend who gave her marital advice has also getting divorced due to an unhappy marriage herself and suddenly my patient felt that she was being misguided about her own marriage by this friend. She could never forgive herself for blindly trusting her friend. Friends, please make sure that person, whoever you are complaining to, has your best interests. And also make sure that this person is listening to you with the intention to help and not just for the sake of finding gossip. Because most of the time, an unbiased opinion is needed, especially with issues related to your marriage. And that can be given only by an experienced therapist. In few cases, however, if you have a strong urge to complain or vent to someone, then it's a good practice to write it in a journal or in a diary In a diary, and this will serve that purpose too. So this way you are able to vent your emotions as well as consolidate your thoughts at one place without being misguided. Step number four, when you often pray for others, then your own prayers gets answered. Now this is something I have felt and heard repeatedly from other priests, pastors, gurujis, swamiji's, monks, etc. Now a person who constantly wishes for only his or her goodness or for only his or her success can never reach this goal because he or she becomes selfish after some point. On the other hand, someone who wishes for everyone's happiness, particularly the ones The ones who are undergoing a lot of pain and suffering then somehow the universe aligns in such a way that your success and happiness is also guaranteed when you have positive thoughts for someone else then those thoughts remain in your subconscious minds and works in such a way so as to express positivity in all your activities and helps transform your actions into success. Now this has been beautifully explained in the book, The Power of Subconscious Mind written by Joseph Murphy. When you believe that your prayers can help transform others lives, then your energies get aligned with that of the universal energy. And often we hear healings happening through prayers. And even though it may not be very consistent, it doesn't diminish the power of healing. Now I have undergone similar type of healing from my depression and other illnesses, which I have shared openly in my videos and books. So if multiple people around the world of various faiths and principles are experiencing healing through prayers, then there must be some truth to it, isn't it? Now all it needs is a different attitude towards prayer and an unwavering belief in the power of your supreme consciousness. So for those who are listening to this podcast, here are four steps on learning the art of praying. Step one, don't pray only when you need something. Step number two, write your prayer in a book or journal your thoughts. Step number three, don't complain about your life to neighbors, friends or other family members and don't trust their advice blindly. Step number four, when you often Pray for others. Then your own prayers gets answered. Now, follow these four steps in your prayers daily and share your reviews and opinions. And until next time, this is Sahila, your wellness expert. I'll see you again with another new podcast. Bye.